It's Monday, June 26, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 18th edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. As we delve into the news landscape, we'll bring you a curated selection of the most important stories from various sources. Stay tuned for a brief overview of what's happening in Zambia. Let's not wait any longer, it's time to delve in. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has an astounding 10 entries today. Let's delve into the content. The first entry is entitled Sikani Names 30 for Kosafa Cup Defense. Moses Sikani has named a 30-member provisional squad for the Kosafa Championship in South Africa next month, with the surprise inclusion of under-17 national team striker Emmanuel Mwanza, who scored two goals at the under-17 Africa Cup of Nations in Algeria in May. Entry number two is entitled Dad Sues Over Ice Cream. Wilson Wanja has filed a lawsuit against Pick and Pay Zambia Limited for negligence after his three children and niece fell ill after consuming allegedly expired ice cream purchased from the store. He is seeking damages for pain, suffering, embarrassment and loss suffered as a result of the defendant's negligence. Entry number three is entitled Political Scientists Hail $6.3 Billion Debt Deal. The Political Science Association of Zambia PSAZ has praised the debt restructuring deal Zambia secured last week, saying that it is a crucial step forward in Zambia's economic recovery and sets the stage for sustainable development. President Hakane Techilama's leadership and proactive approach have been commended for enabling the successful negotiation of the deal. Entry number four is entitled Man, 39, jailed 18 years for raping 70-year-old woman. Wilson Mumba of Chifuti Village in Landatsi District has been sentenced to 18 years imprisonment with hard labor for breaking into a 70-year-old woman's house and raping her. He had threatened to kill her if she resisted. Entry number five is entitled It's Game Changer. President Hichilema's address to the Global Financing Pact Summit in Paris, France, has been commended by the international community for its clarity of thought. The debt restructuring agreement is a game-changer for Zambia, setting the country on a transformative path towards sustainable development, prosperity and economic sovereignty. The sixth entry is entitled Copper Queens Crowned Region's Best Team. The Copper Queens have been voted 2022 Southern Africa Region Team of the Year, with Zambia fending off challenge from Botswana and Malawi. The Minister of Youth, Sport and Arts has promised to double government support for all sports disciplines. The seventh entry is entitled CAFU National Park Races to Get More Tourists. African Parks is working to increase the number of tourists visiting CAFU National Park in Zambia, with initiatives such as a conservation run set for September this year. Despite being the fifth-largest national park in Africa, CAFU National Park has not been as popular as other parks on the continent. The eighth entry is entitled Give Credit Where It's Due. Opposition political parties have an important role to play in a democracy like Zambia, by providing constructive criticism and checks and balances to the governing party. Unfortunately, some opposition leaders are failing to acknowledge the benefits of the $6.3 billion U.S. dollar debt restructuring agreement 
and are instead choosing to criticize everything the party in power does. We urge opposition politicians to change this culture and become responsible opposition leaders who can acknowledge and appreciate the good things the party in government does. The ninth entry is entitled Fake Copper Cathodes Heist Busted. Three people have been apprehended after falsely claiming to have been robbed of copper cathodes worth K5 million. Investigations revealed that the trio had fabricated the story of being attacked at gunpoint near a toll plaza in Nandala. The tenth entry is entitled Student Attempts to Sell Five-Year-Old Boy for K183. Habiba Tembo, a 22-year-old student, has been arrested and taken to court for allegedly stealing a five-year-old boy with the intent to sell him for K183 in order to buy heroin. The accused pleaded not guilty before Lusaka Magistrate Muini Kansakala. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has eight entries today. Entry number one is entitled We Need to Manage Our Optimism Regarding Debt Deal Ancoma. Noel Ancoma cautions that Zambia's debt restructuring deal is not a done deal yet, and that tough decisions will have to be made. He also credits China for playing a big role in unlocking the agreement. Entry number two is entitled Understanding Zambia's Beneficial Ownership Law, a crucial step towards transparency in the mining sector part two. Zambia has taken a step towards transparency in the mining sector by introducing beneficial ownership laws, however, there are still weaknesses in the current legislation that hinder effective disclosure. To further strengthen transparency, Zambia should consider strengthening the legal framework, developing clear guidelines, implementing robust systems for data accuracy and verification, facilitating collaboration and information sharing, and enhancing international cooperation. Entry number three is entitled Miller's Call for Investment in Maize Storage Facilities. The Miller's Association of Zambia has called on stakeholders in the agriculture sector to invest in maize storage facilities, as the country has a deficit in terms of such infrastructure. MAS President Andrew Chentala said there was a need to admit that the country had a storage deficit. Entry number four is entitled Former Presidents Shouldn't Give Public Room to Disrespect Them, VJ. Former presidents should respect themselves in order to be respected by the public, according to veteran politician Vernon Manga. He believes the state should be allowed to deal with the matter of seizing properties linked to former President Edgar Lungu and his family. Entry number five is entitled Taisala asks youths to speak against injustice like they did when PF was in power. Taisala Lungu Mwanza, Chawama PF Member of Parliament, has called on young people to speak out against current injustices, while Kalalushi PF Member of Parliament Kampamba Mulenga warns that Zambia will become a police state if citizens don't speak out against police brutality. Mparakoso PF Member of Parliament Brian Mandubai adds that there is a need to commit current leaders to prayer in order to stop them from telling lies. The sixth entry is entitled SEC Calls for Partnerships in Renewable Energy to Meet Mining Sector Demand. SEC Chief Financial Officer Mutale Mukuka has called for partnerships, innovative structuring and financing solutions to bridge the gap between demand and supply of renewable energy in the mining sector. He believes regional power pool markets are now opening up and there is an opportunity for business-to-business -business solutions to deliver reliable power supply to the mines.
Entry number 7 is entitled Sikani Names Kosafa Cup Provisional Squad. Moses Sikani has named a 30-member provisional squad for the 2023 Hollywood-based Kosafa Cup, featuring a mix of experienced players and rookies, including Ofkan qualifier Lawrence Molenga and under-17-20,232 Ofkan forward Emmanuel Mwanza. The Chipolo Polo will enter camp on Monday in Lusaka as they prepare to defend their title. The eighth entry is entitled Some People Unknowingly Engage in Corruption Due to Lack of Education, Bowman. PF member Bowman Lusambo has urged the Anti-Corruption Commission to focus on educating people on the dangers of corruption, rather than just arresting opposition members. He believes that some people may be committing corruption offenses without knowing, due to lack of education. Next up, we have news from Mobantu, which has four entries today. The first entry is entitled ECL Sun Nab for Alleged Corrupt Practices. Dalitso Lungu, son of former President Edgar Shagwa Lungu, has been charged with money laundering and possession of property considered to constitute proceeds of crime. His legal team has expressed regret that some of the assets were bought before his father took office and accused the UPND government of persecuting the former first family. Entry number two is entitled Miles Sues Max over Ruth Mandu murder allegations. Miles Sampa, a PF presidential aspirant, has sued Maxwell Chongu for defamation of character after the businessman accused him of being behind the murder of student Ruth Mandu. The Matero lawmaker is seeking a declaration that the words published by Mr. Chongu were defamatory, as well as an apology and retraction of the published words. Entry number three is entitled Miles Sues Max over Ruth Mandu murder allegations. Miles Sampa, a PF presidential aspirant, has sued Maxwell Chongu for defamation of character after the businessman accused him of being behind the murder of student Ruth Mandu. The Matero lawmaker is seeking a declaration that the words published by Mr. Chongu were defamatory, an apology, and damages for defamation. The fourth entry is entitled Two CBU Students Die After Being Hit by a Moving Vehicle. Tragically, three Copper Belt University students were hit by a vehicle, resulting in two of them dying instantly, and the third being taken to hospital. The students have called off all lessons in school today in protest of the incident. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has an incredible 13 entries today. Let's journey through the stories. Entry number one is entitled Debt Relief Can Unlock Economic Bottlenecks Caker. The New Heritage Party has praised the Zambian government for negotiating a debt relief framework and called on all patriotic Zambians to support the efforts to bring about the benefits of debt relief. Ms. Caker also warned against misusing the opportunity presented to Zambia. Entry number two is entitled Mufuliera Cooperative Set for Financial Literacy Training. The Ministry of Small and Medium Enterprise Development is providing training and capacity building to over 400 cooperatives and SMEs on the Copper Belt province to help them access government empowerment initiatives and develop their entrepreneurship skills. The training will also help participants write business plans and better utilize the funds given to them by the government. The third entry is entitled Mazakotwing Calls for Robust Tax Legislation and was posted in the business category. Finance Minister Dr. Sichumbeko Mazakotwing 
has called for the development of robust tax legislation, enforcement and monitoring mechanisms to combat tax avoidance and profit-shifting in the mining sector, in order to create a balance between promoting investments and equitable taxation. The Global Conference on the Future of Resource Taxation in Lusaka is a platform to foster mutual understanding among nations, to create harmonious frameworks that enhance investments and transparency in the mining sector. The fourth entry is entitled Eastern, Southern Provinces to Get Maternity Annexes, and was posted in the health category. The Zambian Ministry of Health has signed eight contracts with six Zambian contractors to construct 15 maternity annexes, mothers' shelters, staff houses and outpatient departments in Eastern and Southern Provinces. Health Minister Sylvia Masibo says the projects are expected to be completed by December. The fifth entry is entitled CDF Increment Will Spur Development Emenda and was posted in the News category. UPND Secretary-General Batuke Emenda has announced that the constituency development funds will be increased from K28. 3 meters to K57 in next year which will help local authorities buy vehicles for government departments and promote service delivery in rural areas. He also highlighted the importance of transparency and accountability in the disbursement of the funds. The sixth entry is entitled Ex-Defense PS Denies Flouting Public Procurement Law and was posted in the News category. Stadimo and five other members of the Ministerial Procurement Committee have pleaded not guilty to four counts of willful failure to comply with the Public Procurement Act, as well as a count of facilitating payment for goods and services not supplied relating to the Gulfstream G650 ER presidential jet. The seventh entry is entitled Stage Set for Increased Mining Activities New More, and was posted in the news category. The National Union of Miners and Allied Workers, New More, is optimistic that the debt restructuring deal will bring renewed hope to Konkola Copper Mines and Mopani, and that President Hichilema's leadership has been instrumental in securing the deal. The eighth entry is entitled Debt Restructuring Will Unlock IMF Funding Zippa and was posted in the news category. Zippa Executive Director Herrick Mpaku has announced that Zambia's debt restructuring will unlock the IMF's $188 million extended credit facility, creating stability in the foreign exchange, rate market and boosting investor confidence. This is expected to result in increased capital inflow and give the Treasury room for expenditure in the upcoming national budget. Entry number 9 is entitled PWC Zambia Hopeful of Cunts, Economic Prospects and was posted in the news category. PWC Zambia country partner Andrew Shibuye is optimistic that Zambia will recover from its debt burden and has advised government to limit its borrowing going forward or investments and projects that are viable. He also urged institutions, such as parliament to enforce laws on borrowing and for members of the public to hold government accountable for what has been borrowed. The tenth entry is entitled Eastern Province Roads Will Be Worked On, Piri says and was posted in the news category. Eastern Province Minister Peter Piri has promised to fund the construction of key roads, such as the Chipata Vabwi, as well as the rehabilitation of 555 kilometers of feeder roads across the province. Bishop Gabriel Mzipu has also appealed to the people in the province not to sell all their maize, as most farmers did not record good harvests. 
The 11th entry is entitled Judoka, Zulu wins all that Africa championship, and was posted in the sports category. Simon Zulu has won gold at the Niger Africa Open Championship, while Stephen Mangandu settled for a bronze medal. Both judokas have been taking part in the African Open Championships to prepare for upcoming international engagements. The 12th entry is entitled Arsenal boss Mikel Artita accepts Gunners must sign new players to win title and was posted in the sports category. Mikel Artita has accepted that Arsenal must strengthen their squad if they are to compete for the Premier League title next season with the Gunners already linked with a move for West Ham midfielder Declan Rice and closing in on forward Kai Havertz from Chelsea. Artita also acknowledges that the Premier League is the toughest it has ever been, with Manchester City being the best team in the world. The 13th entry is entitled Ilkay Gundogan, Man City confirmed captain has joined Barcelona on free transfer and was posted in the sports category. Ilkay Gundogan has expressed his gratitude to Manchester City after joining Barcelona on a free transfer, having played a key role in the club's treble winning season and captaining them to victory in the FA Cup final. He leaves City with 12 major trophies and 304 appearances under his belt. And with that, we come to the conclusion of another captivating edition of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found our exploration of the news landscape insightful and illuminating. Until we meet again, this is Ayanda bidding you farewell, wishing you a remarkable day or night. Stay informed, and keep making a difference. Goodbye.